Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. This is your boy Teej. Now today's episode, we're going to get into the most overused, debatable word, super team. Super team, the word that people usually fight over. Now, do super teams exist? Or is this just an overrated, overused concept to explain the ineptitude of owners and general managers? Hmm, let me break it down. Now, a super team is considered a roster that has three or more Hall of Fame caliber players in their prime and of the core assembled primarily through free agency. They may be all-stars or all-NBA recently or currently. Teams with multiple stars that were drafted by that team do not meet the super team criteria in many eyes. So, all right, so let's start right there. So you're saying... You're a super team. Only through free agency. Interesting. That says a lot. But I will break down any sooner. Now, free agency didn't exist. Now, get your maiden gentlemen, boys and girls, get your pen, your paper out for a little bit of history. In 1970, the big old Oscar Robertson filed a class action lawsuit against the NBA. The purpose was to gain better playing conditions and to gain the ability for players to offer their services to the highest bidder if they no longer wanted to play for their current team. You know, back in those days, players were bound to a team for life or until the team wanted to end their relationship. Dang, that's sad. And I didn't know that about Oscar Robertson. As a side note, hmm, that pretty much changed though. Wait, is that, is that... Does he have a case for the GOAT? I will save that for another I will save that for another episode. Leave that as a teaser. Now let's look at some of the great teams. Bill Russell, Mr. Champion himself, and the Celtics. From 1959 to 1996. Now Bill Russell, he was traded to the Celtics. He was with Atlanta, but he got traded. And when he got traded to the Celtics, they became the premier dynasty. The Celtics, they drafted Bob Cousy, Bill Sharman, Tom Heimersnoff, Casey Jones, Sam Jones, Frank Ramsey, and John Havlicek. Now, Bill Russell has 11 championships out of 13 seasons. And from 1959 to 1996, they won eight straight titles. That is an NBA record. That would never be touched. Now, as another side note, in 1962, he won an MVP. In that season, Will averaged 50 points, and the Big O averaged a triple-double. Is that another GOAT argument? With Mr. Bill Russell, Mr. Champion himself? Teaser for the next episode. Now, pause for a moment. You know... For years, LeBron James has been 
criticized for being the quote-unquote master of the super team. Hmm. Is he really the master of the super team, or did he expose the lack of IQ of the general manners of ownership these days? I mean, think about it. Think about some of the greatest teams in NBA history. The Spurs, the Bulls, the Celtics, the Lakers, the Warriors. You want to know why they're so dynastic? Because they have the great ownership great management they know how to draft well and they know how to who to acquire for trades sounds simple to me so my biggest question is well, why does LeBron James get criticized for that huh I, I, I need to know listeners of this podcast explain to me hit me up on Twitter Facebook snapchat Give me your feedback on why LeBron James is crowned the leader of the super team. Like I said, is he really the leader of the super team or did he just expose the ineptitude of owners and general managers? Just think about it. Let that sink in for a moment. Okay, let's get back to it. Now, in 2006-2007, the Celtics went 24-58. and 58. How can a historic franchise like that be so horrible? So what did the great Danny Ainge, who played for the Celtics, do? On draft night, he traded Jeff Green, who's the number five pick, while the Zerbia Delonte West for Ray Allen, who's one of the greatest shooters of all time, and was an all-star. And also, they traded Ryan Gomez, Joe Green, Al Jefferson, Theo Ratliff, Sebastian Telfer, and a first-round pick for KG. And what happened after they did that smart move? My bad, I was being too nice. That damn near was a heist for both of those players. They won six. They went 66 and 16 the next year and won the championship. So, Danny Ainge created that roster. Now. Could, could he be the quote-unquote, so it's not a super team based on people's logic who criticize LeBron? That's not a super team? Three all-stars, Hall of Flamers, clutch players, defenders, who's on the top 75 list? You understand, you understand dynamic? Do you understand how dumb that is? I mean... That's their job. Owner and general manager's job is to draft the right talent. Make the right trades. That's how you build a great team. And of course, got free eight and of course acquire the right team through acquire the right players through free agents. Look at see, I'm so frustrated about this, I'm tongue tied. Kinda of funny. Now let's look at the Warriors. They drafted Steph Curry in two thousand nine, Clay in twenty eleven. Draymond 2012. Now in 2015, they acquired Bogut and Iguodala, who was already a two-time defensive player of the year. What happened? They won the championship. Yeah, Kyrie, Kevla were out, but they won the championship. So then, they lost a 3-1 comeback to the Cavaliers. And what did they do? They decided to get that 7-foot monster named Kevin Durant. 
And what happened? They won two straight titles. Unfortunately, he tore his Achilles tendon and they lost to the Raptors. Now, people got on Kevin Durant saying that was a weak move. But Kevin Durant knows the game. He doesn't want to end up like a Charles Barkley or a Karl Malone. He wants to win a championship. Right? So I'm not going to criticize him or get on him for making his choice. Who would want Kevin Durant? I'm pretty sure LeBron James would want Kevin Durant in a heartbeat. Hell, he went to Kawhi Leonard when he was a free agent after Toronto before he decided to sign with the Clippers. So, this whole super team narrative doesn't exist, ladies and gentlemen. It's just a cop. It's just a cop out for the ineptitude for all these owners and general managers. They get on LeBron's dick because they know he exposed them for who they are, what their ineptitude is. Yeah, I know. At this moment, moment in the time. You know, he really can't say that because the way the Lakers are, he is responsible for that roster. With Westbrook, bring back Dwight Howard, trading all those pieces. I mean, so he kind of looks bad. That's the only thing you really can hold against him. But at the same time, all he really did was expose the IQ of all these owners and general managers. So, ladies and gentlemen, Super teams don't exist. That just called that just called great ownership and management. And think about it. If Oscar Robinson never did what he did, LeBron James would be stuck in Cleveland forever. And Lord knows he would never have four rings and he was stuck in Cleveland forever. He'll probably have at least one. Cause Cleveland will love to keep him forever. But at the end of the day, he knew he had to win. He wanted to go to the team with the best position for him to win. He went to the Heat. Going to the Miami Heat was the best thing that ever happened to him. With D-Wade and Bosh. I mean, they all came out the same draft, the 2003 draft, which was probably the greatest draft class of all time. That's debatable. I will save that to another episode. Look at me, another teaser. But... I don't hear nothing about super teams anymore. Just, just please, for the, for the players who have a problem with it, go to your general manager and your owner and say, please get us some great players. Please draft well. Put us in that room that you guys have where you decide whose name is on the board. Look at the tape say, hmm, which shooter, which defender can help my star player. Okay, do that, please. And plus, is it, is it a crime to win? Isn't that the purpose of basketball and all sports to win? I mean, wouldn't you want the best talent to win? Who cares the all the greatest players all on one team? Don't you want to win? The Celtics and Lakers have the most championships. Wanna know why? Because they were smart and they want to win. They knew who the draft with positions. They knew what they needed to build around their stars. That's how you win. So it's it's not about super teams, throw that word out. It's called smart generals management and smart ownership.
That's what the NBA is missing now. They don't know how to run a team. They hire a bunch of yes men instead of NBA dudes. That's why general managers and coaches get fired just like that. They don't know how to do their job. So, this narrative that LeBron created the super team shit, fuck it. It's a damn lie. It's just a cop out and excuse to explain ineptitude. Okay, can we please stop it? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I gave y'all that gospel about the super team, and that's not just an overused word. If you have a problem with what I said, hit me up on Spotify, hit me up on Anchor at D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen, and keep the faith.